When I was Puerto Rican, prologue, How to Eat a Guava, by Esmeralda Santiago. Esmeralda Santiago is a writer and actress. She was born in Puerto Rico in 1948 and moved with her family to the United States when she was 13. This excerpt is the beginning of her first book, When I Was Puerto Rican, the first of her three memoirs. It tells the true story of her childhood in Puerto Rico and the move to New York. Barco Coy nu Alda no Elega en Puerto Porto. A ship that doesn't sell never reaches port. There are guavas at the shop and save. And I pick one the size of a tennis ball and finger the prickly stem end. It feels familiarly bumpy and firm. The guava is not quite ripe. The skin is still a dark green. I smell it and imagine a pale pink center, the seeds tightly embedded in the flesh. A ripe guava is yellow, although some varieties have a pink tinge. The skin is thick, firm, and sweet. Its heart is bright pink and almost solid with seeds. The most delicious part of the guava surrounds the tiny seeds. If you don't know how to eat a guava, the seeds end up in the crevices between your teeth. When you bite into a ripe guava, your teeth must grip the bumpy surface and sink into the thick edible skin without hitting the center. It takes experience to do this, and it's quite tricky to determine how far beyond the skin the seeds begin. Some years, when the rain have been plentiful and the nights cool, you can bite into the guava and not find many seeds. The guava bushes grow close to the ground, their branches laden with green then yellow fruit that seems to ripen overnight. These guavas are large and juicy, almost seedless, their roundness enticing you to have, have one more, just one more, because next year the rains may not come. As children, we didn't always wait for the fruit to ripen. We raised the bushes as soon as the guavas were large enough to bend the branches. A green guava is sour and hard. You bite into it and it's widest point because it's easier to grasp with your teeth. You hear the skin, meat, and seeds crunching inside your head while the inside of your mouth explodes in little squirts of sour. You grimace, your eyes water, your cheeks disappear, and your lips per pierce, purse into a tight O. But you have another, and then another, enjoying the crunching sounds, the acid taste, the gritty texture of the unripe center. At night, your mother makes you drink castor oil, while she says, which she says tastes better than a green guava. That's when you know for sure that you're a child and she has stopped being one. I had my last guava the day before we left Puerto Rico. It was large and juicy, almost red in the center, and so fragrant that I didn't want to eat it because I would lose the smell. All the way to the airport, I scratched it. I scratched at it with my teeth, making little dents in the skin, chewing small pieces with my front teeth so that I could feel the texture against my tongue, the tiny pink pellets of sweet.
Today, I stand before a stack of dark green guavas, each perfectly round and hard, each $1.59. The one in my hand is tempting. It smells faintly of late summer afternoons and hopscotch under the mango tree. But this is autumn in New York, and I'm no longer a child. The guava joins its sisters under the harsh fluorescent lights of the exotic fruit display. I push my cart away towards the apples and pears of my adulthood. Then nearly seedless, ripened, predictable, and bittersweet.